Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 75. Can you believe that? 75. It's now been 31 weeks, one day since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And today's a really fun day. We have lots and lots of things to talk about. After we listen to our inspirational snippet of I'm Letting Go by Josh Woodward, I'm going to have just a couple of very brief announcements. Welcome our new brave companion, Annie highlight a really cool comment conversation on emptiness and connection between Cheryl and Marquita and that was based on Stephanie's secret topic of the day last episode and Marquita lands on the bravery report by calling the bravery hotline. Then I'm going to share about my first voice acting class and singing lessons with clips from the actual events. So stay tuned and let Joss help us learn to let something go today. Thank you, Josh. I love to listen to that snippet of I'm letting go because it really helps me to calm my mind and to think about what I want to say. And I didn't tell you guys that I'm actually up here on top of the mountain sitting at the next to upper Zen place. And you might wonder, why aren't you ever up at the actual top Zen place? Well, it's because the mountain is becoming more popular for hikers. And so the top Zen place is a very popular location for people to hike up the mountain and then sit there for a while and explore the little, little waterfall and so forth. And so I found it a little bit easier to record a long take sitting here at the bench that's about, oh, not even a quarter mile away from there. And when I'm done recording, I will go myself up to the top send spot, and that's where I'll sit for a while and meditate and think about my prayer rocks and what I'm going to put up there today. And then I'll turn back down the mountain, listen to this show on my way home so I know how to edit it, and I will finish up a large loop that gives me some nice exercise and a chance to really enjoy the native environment. If you have any place where you can hike within driving distance or at all near your home, I would highly recommend it even if you can only hike a little bit because hiking is highly meditative. Even if you don't know how to meditate, and I raise my hand on that one, I don't know how to meditate, but I do know how to let my thoughts go with my body as I walk up the mountain. So, Lori, you say this is all very interesting where you're sitting and how you're hiking and how good hiking is, but we notice yet again you're not being too quick to tell us what you're going to let go of today after listening to Josh. And again, brave companions, that means that it's something I really don't want to think about and don't really want to let go. But I'm going to. What I really need to let go of is the stew of inner anxiety. Last show I said I need to give up inner fear and go ahead and do things to be brave and I demonstrated that in spades by going to my first voice acting class and my first singing lesson. That's right, I did both of those things within the last week. So that is pretty amazing bravery. So it's one thing to say like I'm going to jump out of the plane and to make that decision 
And then it's another thing to let your mind just stew over and over and over and over again on all of the things that can go wrong and to get yourself full of anxiety, full of worry. And especially when you're doing things that have to do with breath control, like voice acting and singing, it's really counterproductive, isn't it? Because as I said last time, really, what is the worst harm that can possibly happen? It may turn out that I suck at these things, which I don't, but that, that's the worst thing. I find out that either one, I don't like it, or two, I'm not very good at it, at which point I can either decide if I do like it, I'm going to put the work in to try to improve, or if I find out, you know, this really isn't for me, I can say thank you very much and discontinue that activity. So really, all of this inside anxiety, this worry that I subjected myself to, and I mean, I got very, very anxious. It was hard to sleep. I think my eating behavior increased a bit. Now, it wasn't to the robot alien amount. It wasn't like binge eating as I would define binging, but it might be a little more feeling of chip type eating or a few extra bites here and there, a little more rummaging in the cupboards when maybe I wasn't feeling particularly hungry or like in the mood to eat this delicious food. And I noticed today that my regular pants that I've been wearing for all this time are feeling just the tightest bit snug. And that kind of triggers me too. It makes me all worried and I think, oh no, am I going to have to go on a diet? Does this mean I'm starting to gain up to 300 pounds again? And Brave Companions, I'm here to say, no, it doesn't. It means that I am more full today, this morning, than I would have been if I hadn't eaten as much as I ate the day before. And since I'm not nervous today, it feels like my appetite has calmed down. And so I'm betting that my body will naturally ask me for a little less food. And I'm going to have that as my theory. And maybe in about a week, I'll report to you on how I feel in the pants and my success at not going out to jump on the scale <laughs> and not to put myself on a diet. Even though, as I'll talk about it a little bit later, the engineer took a picture of me at my voice acting class lessons and now there's pictures of you that are realistic and then there are pictures that are lit in such a way and you're standing in such a way as you could not pose yourself worse to feel bad when you see that picture <laughs> and that picture kind of met that category so one i'm full of anxiety two my pants are feeling just a little bit tight and then i see this picture the kind engineer took on my phone where i really look like i put on 20 pounds of overnight. Luckily, my rational self came to my rescue and said, okay, you, it's impossible to put 20 pounds on overnight. And even though you look somewhat like this, this is like the worst possible angle in the worst possible light. So just get over it. Be happy that you're here. And what did I do about that? I went into Photoshop and I cropped the photo. So what you'll see on the show notes today of day 75 will be from my upper chest up with my teacher Mark Cashman and that was enough to make me happy so there you go we can do that mentally too I think brave companions we can take a look at our life situation and what's making us all anxious and tying our tummy into knots and we can use our mental photoshop to just crop those things away if the worst that can happen is I'm not good at voice acting or singing that is not the end of the world and the good part so that's the part I'm going to crop. My worry about what's the worst that can happen. 
And the part I'm going to focus on, the chest up part of my mental image, is all of the fun and how proud I'm going to be of my bravery at trying this new experience. I just wanted to do a few brief announcements before we move on to welcome our new brave companion, Annie. And the first is, last show, I told you that my new voice acting friend Max's video, Les Miserabaristas, would be on last week's 2020 episode. Well, between that announcement and the actual airing, sadly, Joan Rivers, a U.S. comedian, passed away. And so 2020 delayed the segment that Max was going to be on because they devoted their entire show as a memorial to Joan Rivers. So we don't know when Max's video will air on 2020 as yet, but when it does, I will be sure to say so on the episode where I know it, on Facebook, on Twitter, and any other place that I can. And if you haven't seen Max's video, it's a great parody of Les Miserables from a barista's point of view. Go to today's show notes, day 75, because I'll put the link to it once again. My next announcement is I wanted to highlight my Instagram name. It is Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, Dreamweaver, D-R-E-A-M-W-E-A-V, like Victor, E-R. And you will see photos earlier than anyone else on Instagram. And also you will see some photos that I don't post anywhere else on Instagram. And I'm up to, I think, 17 people, a mixture of brave companions and my own personal buddies. And so if you're on Instagram, I would love it if you would follow me, Lori Dreamweaver. And if you're not set to privacy, I will love to follow you back because I like to see the different parts of the world. Hi, Sophie, I'm waving at you, Sophie from Scotland, because I love to see what she's up to there. My last announcement is I've said a couple of times that I wanted to make up some kind of certificate for you brave companions that have begun with day one and binge listened all the way up to this show, 75, or whatever the current latest show is, or for those of you that have begun with me near the time I began recording show one and have followed faithfully through to this point. So I'm going to come up with some kind of certificate that you can either view on your phone or device or print out on your printer and hang up that says, yay, I'm all caught up with compulsive overeating diary or some such thing. And the first people that are going to get the links to this are those that are on my newsletter and the newsletter, you can sign up by going to compulsiveovereatingdiary.com and you will see a place in the widget that says sign up for special topics where you put your name and your email. Or you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash compulsiveovereatingdiary and you'll see a picture of my cute cat, Tiger, sitting by a computer. Just click his cute little face, fill in the form there, and you too will be on the newsletter and get the first links to your very own I'm All Caught Up certificate. And upcoming, I think I'm also going to make something that you can print out or view that says that you've been on the bravery report. So if you know that you've been brave, you'll have something to remember it by. So that wraps up our announcements. Let's move on to welcomes and the comment conversations that we have planned today. First up, I'd like to shout out a big welcome to our newest Brave Companion, Annie, who wrote me via the contact form. 
Lori, I've been wanting to reach out to you, but I've been putting it off, afraid that I wouldn't be able to effectively communicate my thoughts. First, I'd like you to know that you are absolutely adorable. Now I'm going to break into that comment. Adorable. Now that's something that I haven't heard since I was like four years old. So I'm going to take that. I am adorable. I just really, really got a kick out of that comment. Back to, back to Annie's message. First, I'd like to let you know that you are absolutely adorable. I appreciate your vulnerability, honesty, and compassion. When I listen to your podcast, I get the feeling that you are real, authentic, and I find myself feeling validated, crying at times, but mostly laughing. Mostly feel that I'm not a misfit, that there are other people who feel as I do and struggle with the same emotions and issues as I do regarding compulsive eating. You have allowed me to feel that I am not alone, that I need to reach out and not isolate myself. I hope that I am able to begin to understand my eating issues so that I will no longer stay stuck. Thank you also for your warmth, for allowing me to feel that reaching out is safe and giving encouragement to grow. This area of my life, and I have a wonderful life, has been holding me back for so long. Fear and confusion. I'm so thankful that you are doing what you are doing to bring light to these issues. Thank you, Lori. And my reply to her, Hi, Annie. I'm so touched that you took the time to reach out and encourage me today. I'm super lucky because it's a bit drizzly and I was feeling just a tad bit down about my own challenges and trials at the moment. It's easy to forget that other people can relate and that makes me feel so much better. Believe me too that you are not alone, dear Annie. The brave companions share many of our traits, feelings, thoughts, and issues, even though we are all unique in how we experience some of those and what we choose to do or not do. I'm glad that the show usually gives you a chuckle. It does me too when I go back to listen. I'm amazed at what comes out of my mouth sometimes, but I'm even more humble and grateful that what comes out seems to be of more help than harm and that people seem to relate to my ravings and rantings and take it in good spirit. As I've shared, my usual way is to retreat, isolate, and feel deep loneliness in life because lonely was easier to bear than the feeling of being such an odd duck who didn't seem to get how life was meant to be played. This show has taught me that we all, every one of us, have some gift to share. That we can, by trying things, find a way to express our true selves in some manner that is positive. I came close with teaching, but nothing can compare to how much I love talking to you and the other brave companions. So thank you for giving me this opportunity, encouragement, take care, Lori. P.S. Would you be comfortable if I greet you by name on an upcoming show? Also, would you be comfortable if I read some or all of your comments below? Please know it is fine if the answer is no. Some do feel comfortable, some don't. Some feel comfortable later, some don't. I always ask when contact is private, like yours was via the contact form. And Brave Companion, since I'm reading this out right now, you can guess that Annie is on the Bravery Report. Yay, Annie, for giving permission. So please stop by if you have a moment to today's show notes on day 75 to say hello and welcome our newest brave companion, Annie. Last show, we were lucky enough to have one of Stephanie's from Quebec's secret topics of the day. And we were discussing and thinking about the feeling of fullness that we all desire or the emptiness. Maybe what we don't like is this lack, 
feeling in our lives. And we got some really good comment conversations going about that on day 74. To start off with this, Cheryl writes, Stephanie's secret topic in this podcast is near and dear to my heart. I've struggled all my life with feeling lonely and silence can certainly exacerbate that feeling. It's not that I can't handle peace and quiet. There are times when my mind gets so polluted with background noise, I just have no space to think. So I tend to drive without the radio on or keep the TV, internet, or stereo off for extended periods during the day. But that's different. I think I focus so much on the idea when my mind is disengaged that all these unwanted, damaging emotions that cause me to eat will come flooding in and wreak havoc with my food issues that I become wary of silence. But the more I've pondered on it over the years, the more I've come to believe that the unease of silence isn't necessarily about unsettling emotions. Sometimes it's just that loneliness and aloneness are not feelings we as humans were ever meant to experience at all. Whether you believe life was orchestrated by the same creator or came about by something akin to a big bang where we all come out of a common goo, I think we were meant to live in relationship. I suspect for myself that when I eat out of loneliness, I'm substituting food for much-needed companionship in my life. Other people may gamble to fill up their empty holes, some exercise, some spend, some drink, and on and on and on it goes. So I have to wonder if those addictive behaviors happen because some of us really are seeking connection in a world that values competitiveness and self-reliance. It's like what I said, Lori, about your filling your life up with all these new experiences and people. Suddenly, food doesn't hold the same sway over you that it did before. And Cheryl goes on to write more about meditation and her thoughts and fears and feelings about that. And I'll post the link to Cheryl's full comment on today's show notes. Brave Companion Marquita posts her own comments about Stephanie's secret topic of the day. Hello, all. Stephanie's question is very thought-provoking. And I also seem to feel the need to feel full or stuffed, as she suggested, which leads me to Cheryl's comment about how we as humans desire companionship and relationship. My emptiness does indeed stem from a lack of human connection. But for much of my life, I have isolated myself for many reasons. I have been alone and in silence often, especially out in nature. I have more trouble being around people than being in silence. Yet there is that sadness and loneliness that creeps in from a lack of a human connection. Being around people is not always anxiety-provoking, but I find myself at home with food more often. Wow, both Stephanie and Cheryl have got me thinking a lot on this one. Lori, I enjoyed episode 74 and wish you all the best on your singing lesson. That's wonderful. Also, I didn't even turn bright red or hyperventilate when you read my comment on air. Progress. Cheryl answered Marquita back. Marquita, your comment hit home too. I know that just being around people is not the same thing as connecting. It's an awful feeling to be in a room full of people and still feel totally alone. This can even happen when people are friends. Same thing can be said about a marriage. Connecting means something far different than just being with people, doesn't it? Connecting is a very precious thing. Then I jumped in as well. Hugs to you, dear Marquita. I appreciate your reaching out to us and for adding your thoughtful comments. Isolation feels so very safe, doesn't it? It's kind of like being the little prince at home on his asteroid. But the small, safe zone can begin to feel confining and cramped, and we wish for a companion to share our thoughts with. That's the magic of this blog and show for me. 
Here I am alone in my world, and yet there you are. You share my world, even though we are not side by side. It is so very comforting to feel no longer alone. It is so wonderful to know that you are there too. Thanks again for joining us on our journey. And Marquita really did jump onto the bravery report this week with both of her feet because not only did she post her thoughts and feelings, she called us on the bravery hotline when she wasn't feeling in such a great place. That's right. It's hard enough to call when you're feeling pretty good at the moment. But as we've seen with Diane the Champion's call right after her binge in a former episode, to call when you're in that moment can be terrifying, but it can also be extremely freeing. Let's see what Marquita has to share with us. Hi, Lori. This is Marquita. Hi, brave companions as well. Um, I am nervous talking on SpeakPipe, <laughs> but I'm having a pretty bad binge. It's two days now. My binges are snacking. I don't eat like a whole uh, bag of something at once, although I could easily, but I usually throw it away or put it down the garbage disposal before it gets to that point. However, yesterday I had pretty much two thirds of a jar of almond butter and I would just skim a little off the top thinking I was having these small portions. Then I would put it away for a while and come back and get it. And sure enough, by the end of the day, <laughs> the jar was way down in the level of almond butter. So obviously something's going on inside of me, as is usually the case when I'm binging. But this time I really don't want to listen to it or face it. And so I'm avoiding it and I keep snacking to avoid feeling it, obviously. And sometimes it just is so overwhelming. I feel like I have no off switch. And so it's kind of scary. Anyway, I just wanted to talk to my brave companions and you, Lori, and uh, in hopes of just feeling a little better and letting that off my chest. So we'll see how the rest of today goes. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye. Brava, Marquita, for taking that step to call and share with us. That is the polar opposite of isolating yourself, and I am so proud of you. You know, nut butter can be one of those things that just kind of trigger you because it tastes good, okay? I can't tell you the number of people that have written to me about almond butter, peanut butter, Nutella, or those kind of spreads, because you can eat just a little bit, and it's very satisfying, and you decide you want some more. So I bet that if we took a poll of all of our listeners at this moment who's ever had a struggle with a jar of nut butter, the majority of us would raise our hands. So we are extremely proud of you and we support you. And I think personally that this was a marvelous act of bravery that you stepped up to call the bravery hotline. 
and brave companions, if you think so too, please stop by day 75 and give your support to Marquita and or share your own experiences with foraging, nut butter, or anything else that you can think of that would add to this topic. Now to wrap up, I wanted to share with you my experiences, my own bravery report experiences as I went to my first voice acting lesson and my first singing lesson in the last week. And as promised, I have some clips of both of these. But I also want to mention the importance of the support that you guys gave me and how that helped me to face my fear and to try these things that I was so scared to do. On Facebook, I posted as part of my daily status on last Saturday, first day of acting class, excited but nervous. See you later. Donnie replied to encourage me. So excited for you. Have fun. Thanks, Donnie. Then after class, I posted a photo on Facebook with the following the cropped photo I was talking about earlier. In the booth with my teacher, Mark Cashman. Awesome, I haven't felt so alive, energized, or had so much fun in ages. Learned a ton, am motivated to keep on going, and I'm so glad I was brave enough to give it a try. Plus, Mark Cashman said it was okay to use some of my class takes, including his direction in my next episode, so you will be able to hear how I did on this particular bravery day. So brave companions, here is my first take ever in a recording booth with a sample spot written for Quiznos sandwiches. Notice that I make a mistake with my very last word and I freak out, but I find out that mistakes aren't fatal. In fact, this is a really good example. As soon as I realize I make a mistake, you can hear in this take I'm going to play for you that I stop listening to my director, Mark, and I start freaking out and trying to communicate with him about the mistake rather than taking a breath and listening well to what he's trying to tell me. So I learned a good lesson and I'm very glad they record these sessions. You need to stop and then listen in order to learn. And he's more than willing to answer my question. But my first order of the day is to get out of my own way, get out of my head, Quit worrying about small mistakes. Just listen and see what happens. So I hope you enjoy it. My first take with a Quiznos ad spot. Underline the word has. Now Quiznos has him. I want you to give me equal emphasis on Quiznos and has. Okay. Sure. All right, here we go whenever you're ready. But I like your your, your energy was good. You've got a nice smile. You sound enthusiastic. You're talking. You're, you know who you're talking to. And notice what Lori said. She says, I'm trying to convince my husband to go to Quiznos. Okay? Yeah, he let's doesn't hear. want to go, but I want him to. That's okay. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's hear how convincing you okay. are. And we'll call this Quiznos one. Hey, honey, are you craving the taste of a Philly cheesesteak? Now Quiznos has them. Marinated steak, sautéed onions, and melted cheese in a toasty sub for the scrumptious price of only $6.99. There's nothing better than a tasty toasted Quiznos snub. Remember, it tastes better when you toast it the Quiznos way. Very good. Very, very nice. Notice what Lori said uh, uh, toward the end. She says, there's nothing better. And she made better sound better, right? Now, that's what I call a no-brainer word, better, easy. Yeah. Those, those words are easy to color, and that's basically what we have to do. But most, almost every single spot you do, a commercial, will always tell you why their product is better. better. Absolutely, better. Uh, so we've got to put something on better. Just a little bit, just a touch of sugar, and that's exactly what you did. 
It's exactly what you did. It, there's nothing better than a tasty toasted Quiznos Shut snub. Up. Yeah, that's unfortunately. That, that yeah. was my question. Is when you know that you made a flub in a take, should you just keep going, or retake it, or? What should you do? It's six of one, a half dozen of the other, and it's totally up to you. Okay. okay. I mean, the percent, like, what would be the yes, protocol? That's right. So, and the thing is, is that we we say that okay, if I make a mistake and keep going, they're going to think that I didn't hear the mistake. Okay. Unless at the very, very end of the the, the take, I quickly say, oh, by the way, I know I made a mistake. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's totally, but it's totally up to you. Uh, it, some people know they made a mistake, but they don't want to interrupt the flow. That was my they, thinking, is if you were going to edit my first right. part, which was good to the second that's exactly take, right. I didn't want to screw it up. They don't want to stop the momentum. So even though they made a mistake, it doesn't matter. They know that they can always go back. Okay. And, and so that's why they don't stop. Now, some uh, uh, actors will actually say, by the way, they'll do a disclaimer at the top, this by the way, if I make a mistake in the copy, I'm most likely I'm going to be I, I'll I'll have caught it, but in my mind I'm going to keep going to keep the momentum going. I know I can always go back and do a pickup. So that's so if you hear me make a mistake and keep going, it's it's not that I didn't hear it. It's just that I know I made a mistake, but I'm going to keep going anyway. Other people will do the mis make a mistake, stop. Go back to the top of that line, get that line, and go to the end. Six of one, a half dozen of the other, and you can let the director okay. know basically how you work. Isn't that freaking cool? I had so much fun, and I truly thank our teacher, Mark Cashman, who is an award-winning radio and TV voice director and actor for allowing me to share his direction of my take with you. And after I posted that picture I told you about, Fiona posted a reply to that voice acting class status. Awesome, so proud of you. And I replied back, thanks Fiona. Now, just on to Monday's singing lesson and I will have done my bravery goals for that decade. Well, today is actually Tuesday and the lesson is now in the past. I did it. My teacher, Vicki, is a professional singer herself and gave me permission to play some of my lesson. There will be a few of her comments at the start of the song, then a bit, just a little bit of my singing, <laughs> my big bravery for today, and our final wrap-up with her assessment and my happiness about finding out it's okay for me to sing in public after all. Thanks, too, to Brave Companion Sandy, who recommended Vicki as a teacher. Your personal recommendation, Sandy, removed a very great deal of my trepidation and was key in letting me feel brave enough to let go of my fear for long enough to try. And here's the snippet I promised you of my singing lesson. I call bravery as that I'll record this. I might even put a little bit into the show to prove that I did it. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. And your pitch is good. Hear that? My pitch is good. The your teacher says they were full of garbage. They said I could not sing at all. Totally full of garbage. I would say something different, but this is PG-13. <laughs> all right, let's okay. do the beginning part again. All right. I'm as mild and as meek as a mouse When I hear a command I obey But I know of a spot in my house Where no one can stand in my way Yeah, you even got through that whole phrase without taking a breath But feel free to take a breath Okay no Cool and 
you can see where I lose the confidence is as long as we're going up the scale, I go, but then it's like I freak because this is where I have problems in my past that I couldn't hit the note. You hit it. Listen to yourself. Well, Listen to yourself. You I, hit it. I will. <laughs> you hit it very well. The only thing is high notes need confidence. That's all. That's the only thing that's missing. Learning a little breathing, a little placement. The voice is there. The instrument's there. Yeah. Yes. So. In, I want to smack that teacher. So, I'll go for a show. <laughs> in, in your opinion, Vicki... Vicki is a singing teacher, right? Yes, I am. And you sing professionally? I do. So in your opinion, is it true that I cannot sing? No, it's not true that you cannot sing, sing all these double negatives. You can sing. You have a lovely voice. You should be singing all the time and not just to your cat. Thank you. <laughs> so brave, companions. This is proof that I was really brave because I came here and sang in front of my teacher. It is so hard to do something that you're terrified of. It's just—it's yes. so hard, and you did so well. well. You did so well. So that's all of my bravery for the last week. And man, that was a lot of bravery. But I have to tell you that doing all of these activities that I really have been wanting to do and have been scared to do, and to actually do it, made me feel just tingly alive and wonderful. And you know what? There wasn't a single thought of Cheetos involved or Tostitos or any other chip. All I could think about is how great it is to be out in the world, how wonderful it is that here I am and I'm not afraid. Or even if I am afraid, I'm doing it anyway because I haven't had so much fun for a very long time as it was to challenge myself and to try something from my heart. And I also want to give big thanks to Sue and Fiona for posting encouragement around my singing lesson. I hope to join you ladies one day by saying I too can sing in a choir or even in karaoke. Thanks again. Brave companions, it really makes a difference to have that little bit of support. So if you are planning to try something brave, something new, it's super okay to let us know on CompulsiveOverreadingDiary.com by calling the Bravery Hotline, posting on Facebook, or any other way you can contact me or the show so that we can support you as you embark on new adventures outside of eating or outside of your comfort zone. In fact, I highly recommend it. See if you can find one small thing that you've been wanting to do and give it a try and let us know how it goes. I'm here to support you. I'm here to share with you, laugh with you, cry with you. However it goes, we're here and we support you. Until next time, brave companions, take good care because I really, truly care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. And there I'll sit, I'll admit that I was only just a guest inside my skin. And by the dawn, I'll be gone, it won't be holding on to anything again. It's a history.
silent. 